I just think um, the reason why I probably have more female friends than guy friends is just like what what kind of interests I have in mm-hmm. life. Uh, like you said, communications is uh, huge. Like it's like female. Yeah. The majority is female. Uh, same thing with PR. Majority of people in there are female. Mm-hmm. So I never really found myself following the interests where a lot of more males would be. But even but if I ever come in a situation where the uh, our paths cross or yeah, where our paths cross, where it is time to you know uh, form friendships, then no, never had an issue mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah, no, everybody's accepting that I found at least. Um, I'm going to go more into some of the, the questions I showed you, I guess, but, um, in terms of, we kind of talked on some of these, but, um, kind of like, let's go into relationships. Like, I don't know what your relation, like either with uh, friends that are female, with your parents, with the, uh, do you have siblings? Yeah. Yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah. Like kind of what of your relationships, uh, both, um, you know, intimate or friends taught you about masculinity or about yourself? Hmm. Good question. Um, Especially since a lot of your friends are girls, right? That's what yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I noticed that um, when I, when I, I guess first introduce or like when I first meet with people mm-hmm. or, and then having the conversation after, cause I feel like always everybody has this conversation and it's like, Oh, what did you think of me when we first met? You know, mm. I, I get a lot that people think that I was gay when I was first. Yeah. So I get that a lot, which you're yeah. like, nah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. like, okay, that's what you thought of me. Right. Um, uh, I never thought of that as a negative and I still don't think of it as a negative yeah. or anything, but, uh, that's just something I noticed, which it kind of goes back to like the masculinity thing. It's like, Oh, well, cause you're not fat, uh, following uh, typical masculine thing. So I'm like, okay, whatever. It's, like, yeah. it's not, it's no skin off my back. So it doesn't matter. That's just something I noticed. Um, other than that, but once I think people realize who you are as a person and what it, yeah. like, Friendship is not about that type of stuff. So, yeah, I later on when friendships form and they become more concrete, stuff like that doesn't even necessarily matter anymore. Yeah. But just kind of like when it forms, I've noticed that, and it's not a bad. I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. As I said, so that's kind of just what I've noticed. Um, other with family, family's family. So yeah. I, I don't. I don't have necessarily anything to say about masculinity and family. Yeah. Uh, just because you know you're always open with them. Love is love, right? Yeah. So um, no, family's great. Um, but the friendship stuff, I think, as soon as when when you, when you come down to the root of it, like mm-hmm. what a friend is and like who your friends are, that type of stuff doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and then I guess like in terms of. That would actually be a really interesting segment to do on this podcast. Even like, let's do it right now. Like, what did you, like? What yeah. did you think of me when you first met me? I guess. Ooh, good question. I because it was in class. Um, I remember Alex. Yeah. She was like our our point of contact. But um, I thought well, I I hadn't been in classes. I swear before that, mm-hmm. before sitting with Alex, and I thought I thought you were smart. Um, but I never got the vibe that like, cause I just said like, I, yeah. people say they think, uh, I was gay. I never thought that about you. I think, um, I just, I knew you were smart. Uh, you talked a lot in class. So yeah. I was like, ah, oh, this guy, this guy talks about, he's smart. So, um, and nice, uh, kind of reserved cause, um, when we first started talking, yeah. cause Alex was like, our, like the middle man. 
I don't know. I just thought maybe there was some reservation there, but um, other than that, I don't think. Yeah. After I think after you got to know me as well, maybe it's just a shy. I think because I'm a shy person myself. Yeah. Uh, then now you're just like chill guy yeah yeah it's it's so funny because I, I get a, that i'm reserved quite a bit or i get like i'm the most boisterous and obnoxious person like it's really no in between of, mm-hmm. of of shy and not shy um so yeah that's funny i i've like um i don't know if i've ever got the whole i think i've gotten from a couple people that they've maybe thought that i could come across as gay yeah um which doesn't really, I guess, surprise me all that much. It doesn't surprise me that you didn't think I was, because I think when we first met, I was, like, not well-kept. Oh, not that, not that <laughs> a lot of my friends think I'm well-kept now, but, like, I don't know, the stereotype of, of yeah, well-kept yeah. and, and uh, gay is, like, quite common. Mm-hmm. But with me, I was, like, back then, I, if I look back on what I was, like, dressed like or anything, it's like, no, this guy would never okay. be like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, actually, I, I think that is a really interesting concept of, like, first perceptions because mm-hmm. now that you know I always defined people and this is one of my biggest regrets is I, I refuse to be friends with a lot of guys in university because of the way I perceived them at first mm-hmm. and then when I got to actually know them a bit more I'm like okay this person isn't nearly as bad as what I thought I still disagree with a lot of their I guess choices or lifestyle choices or, or you know sometimes even their mentality when it comes to um, some things but it was never actually a oh, fuck we're back in sorry um, I guess, I, just, I don't really need to apologize because I'm just gonna edit it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, it, I want to. I kind of want to go back to Donning as a as a. Let's just try that again too before. Yeah, that's that a good turns call. Off. That's a good call. Um, I want to go back into I guess building relationships with other guys in your life. Like, um, I know I've talked about a bit about how I've struggled with it. Has Has it ever been a really struggle for you? Um, have you found that like, um, in terms of you know, a lot. You said like a lot of people think that you might be gay at first, or uh, and you carry a lot of like feminine traits. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what have your? How has that has that affected your relationships with other guys at all? In in your opinion? No, 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 not at all. I just think um, the reason why I probably have more female friends than guy friends is just like what what kind of interests I have in mm-hmm. life. Uh, like you said, communications is uh, huge. Like it's like female. Yeah. The majority is female. Uh, same thing with PR. Majority of people in there are female, mm-hmm. so I never really found myself following the interests where a lot of more males would be. But even, but if I ever come in a situation where the uh, paths cross, or yeah, where paths cross, where it is time to you know uh, form friendships, then no, never had an issue mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, everybody's accepting that I found at least, and I don't think there's anything uh, off about myself I don't know I feel like no. that's very egocentric to say but no. yeah I find myself that I, I at least try to be as accepting and um, open and social as possible so I've never really found myself to be off-putting for people yeah. so it's just necessarily finding the interests and who's who else has those interests with you yeah. you know I'm pretty sure if I if I played lots more hockey or just anything where there's a lot more guys or I feel like I, I don't think I would have an issue. Yeah. I just never followed those interests where the majority of people yeah. are guys. Okay. Fair. Yeah. And then, uh, are you dating right now? No, I'm not. So, in terms of, I know you've been in relationships before. Yeah. Um, kind of like, what are some of the biggest takeaways you've you've taken, I guess, from those relationships in terms of, um, you know, how to grow, um, who you are as a person, and, and like who you are as a man. Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to the topic, I guess I'm just kind of relating this back to masculinity. I don't think there's any issue with that. You know, I think people, you know, if you think yourself as feminine, uh, feminine, or if there's someone that's, that 
that you're interested in life, they'll kind of, I feel like that's really like the basic or the surface level questions that you find out about a person. Like, you know, are they looking for someone who's like more masculine and like more masculine or someone who's has their, like whatever their interests are. Mm -hmm. I think those are the very surface level things. So once you get into the relationship with someone, your person and your character traits aren't really going to define you or define the relationship itself. So I've never had an issue with relationships because of masculinity or anything like that. You know, I I am who I am. I'm not going to change that for anybody. So if that, if, you know, if we vibed and if it clicked, then yeah, it worked out. Um, But other than that, like specifically for masculinity, I don't Mm. think there's anything... Uh, but relationships in general, I just think it's about finding that person. I think um, relationship is like about that, like one-on-one connection with someone, mm-hmm. um, and especially getting into being in a young adult. Uh, oh my gosh, just crap. Being a young adult, <laughs> being twenty-two, um, you know, people are taking relationships a lot more seriously than they did in high school, yeah. being like sixteen or seventeen, right? So it's not just about dating anymore, like dating for the sake of dating. It's about finding that partner. So I think that's another reason why I'm single because I, I, I do have, I, I am looking kind of like for that someone specific. Yeah. I don't want to say I'm looking, I'm not actively looking. <laughs> it, it's just like, I'm not going to, you know, settle down for something just to say I'm in a relationship. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. No, but, um, that's kind of like where I'm taking or my perspective of relationships now. Um, and all the people that I know are, that are in relationships, they're doing well. So yeah. they're doing something, right? Um, and everybody comes from different walks of life. So it's not that I notice that, like, oh, kind of like that thing where it talks about, like, oh, nice guys finish last, you know? Yeah. I know plenty of nice guys that are in relationships. I know plenty of uh, guys that might be, like, stereotypical assholes who are deep down really nice guys. Yeah. But um, they're all doing well. So I don't think there's necessarily that nice guys finish last. It's yeah. just about finding that one. And because that's what it is, a relationship is yeah. you and your partner, right? Uh, could be debated by other people who have those more open opinions. Yeah. But uh, in, there's no, no, I don't know, for me, what I'm looking for is that like one on one connection, yeah. right? So, yeah. And so I, I think that's a nice place to go next is nice guys finish last. Like, um, you know, I've, I guess I, I've, always, I've never believed nice guys finish last, but there was moments in my life where I was like angry that. I was finishing last, but I also wasn't like pursuing anything. Fuck, I need audacity to work. For those that don't know, I'm recording on Anchor and filming on my camera, and my camera resets every 20 minutes, and Anchor resets every 30, and the, the synchronization of this thing is gonna be fun to edit. Anyways, so nice guys, uh, we were just talking about nice guys finishing last. Um, you know, like, there's been moments where it's like, yeah, nice guys do finish last. Nice guys don't get the rewards because you see all these people that you perceive to be assholes mm-hmm. in relationships and they're getting girls. And it really comes down to a confidence going out asking thing. Like it's not about being a nice guy. And uh, Nick, who I talked with last week on the podcast, he's like, we both agree they have to be more intentional if there is a girl that you want to see. Like don't be your friend first, then ask her out. Like ask her out as soon as you as soon as you build the courage to, mm-hmm. which would be as soon as possible. Um, but, like, what's your narrative on, on nice guys finishing last? Because I, I think it's bullshit. You kind of just alluded to being bullshit, but, like, let's, let's dive deep on that. No, I think what you mentioned about being intentional and, like, going after what you want is a huge thing. Because for me, 
Uh, I'm a shy guy, so yeah. I, I, I'm not the type of person to go and go out to a bar and ask, go straight out to people, because it's not that I don't find that, that it's wrong, like, go for it, like, mm -hmm. that's how you meet people, right? It's not that it's like, oh, that's such a dick thing to do, you're being such an asshole, you're being such a predator or yeah. a creep or something, it's like, nah, if you do it in the right way, then yeah, that's appropriate, yeah. do it. I just, me personally, shy guy, can't do it, I can't yeah. build up the courage to do it. Um, but yeah, I definitely do think nice guys is, is definitely something that is bullshit in a, in a way because I think uh, what we see as people's ambition might come off um, too ambitious maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're just confident, they own it, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's what they do, they're not being assholes about it. So it's not about bad guys being um, coming out top and nice guys finishing last. It's all about kind of like what it, what are you looking to get out of it? And, um, you know, I think everybody in life is just looking for someone nice, right? So there is no thing that, oh, nice guys finish last. It's more about like, um, do you think you're just a nice guy? but you're actually just a shy person and not going mm. out for it. Like, are you just being too mindful? Mm -hmm. like sometimes you don't need to be too mindful because I talk about, like I said, a lot of my friends are females. So sometimes we do have this conversation. It's like, oh, what do you think? Like, nice guys do finish last? Or is there anything I think? It's like, no, like everybody at the end of the day, like most people in our society, when you get to know them, are generally nice people, right? Um, so there is no kind of like bad guy persona or yeah. you shouldn't be worried about that because when I was mentioning earlier, you know, when I'm talking about that I know nice guys in relationship, but I also know like these perceived bad guys. The thing that I followed up with is that at the end of the day, they're all nice guys. Yeah. So it's not about being um, nice and feeling that you're not getting it. It's just yeah. kind of like reevaluating, reevaluating your, your approach and being like, oh, well, are you really nice or are you just kind of shy? Yeah. So. Yeah. And then, what do you think about incels, I guess? Like, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you watch the new Joker movie? No, not yet. Don't spoil it. Okay, well, but like, the conversation coming out of it is that, especially in the media, is that uh, a lot of people, um, you know, this is a movie for incels. It's a, it's a, uh, it riles them up or, or it's a calling, mating call? I don't, I don't know what the term is. No, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for incels and like, it's going to bring them out of the weeds and they're going to like, feel bad and they're gonna start hurting people like um i know incels are dangerous most of the like the like i guess mass murders seem, seem to be yeah, incels. Yeah. um but kind of like what are your thoughts on the involuntary settlement community because i yeah i think the nice guys finish last kind of feeds into that and yeah I don't think that was the original intent no but, but it's yeah. become that no i i think the thing is it's like one, women don't owe you anything. So if you're going to do anything thinking that you're the nice guy, don't expect anything in yeah. return, right? Like, do it because you're a nice guy, not because you're, like, not because you think you're going to get some reward for it. Yeah. That's, like, total bullshit, you know? So, and I think that's the main issue. Like, people think that they, they um, by being nice, they automatically deserve something in return. It's, like, that they're not being nice. Yeah. Uh, when you're not being the nice guy, you're just being fucking creep, right? Yeah. And it's also just about ending rejection. You know, you're not going to please everybody. 100%. Learn how to take no for an answer. And, you know, if you were such a nice guy, you would you would respect that boundary. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't be pushing it further. You wouldn't be upset. You know, I because going back, a lot of my females, my friends are females. And then I see some of the screenshots that they post from, like, guys DMing them or, like, on Tinder or something. It's like... They message first, they're all nice, and then after they get rejected, it's like, oh, I didn't even want you, you ugly yeah. 
I don't yeah. know if I can swear here, but it's like, swear, right? yeah, it's like, oh, I don't, you're some ugly bitch, or it's like, oh, you're so, like, boost your, like, lower your ego, right, yeah, you're not, yeah. you ain't hot or anything, you weren't even hot, it's like, what was your main objective? Yeah. Like, that's not what nice guys say. No. So. Yeah, like, t- like, images and sex is not a transactionary thing. If it yes. is, like, that's literally prostitution. Isn't that, like, the yeah. definition of prostitution? Mm-hmm. Or, like, I guess that's money changes hands or a service changes hands, but it's like, Whenever, when it's so funny to me when someone's like, yeah, she didn't give me sex after. It's like, well, you realize that just because you bought her dinner doesn't mean that she yeah. owes you sex. Like, this is a first date. That's like you, you're supposed to traditionally pay for the first date. Yeah. Traditionally, like back in my parents' day, that didn't really end with sex. Like, yeah. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, like potentially a second date. Yeah. Um, so I always find it really interesting uh, when people are like, yeah, she didn't give me sex. Or as you alluded to, like, oh, uh, you're being nice to a girl on Tinder and then she doesn't give you what you want. And it's like, you, you throw a, you throw a, like a three-year-old's tantrum. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, and then I guess, like, we, I kind of talked about dating apps on last week's episode, but I'd, I'd like to dive into it with you too, is like, what are your thoughts on, on dating apps? And like, I know it's very easy. Like, I fall into the trap of being a guy and it's like, you're messaging and it's like all nice. And then you're like, oh, hey, like, what are you doing tonight? And then you're like, oh, fuck, I don't actually want to hook up or anything like that. And now I feel bad because I let her on. Or, like, kind of like, what are your thoughts on, on dating apps, like, yeah. in, that, in that regard? No, I think dating apps are definitely a huge advantage mm-hmm. for many reasons. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're great. Yeah. Um, one, because I think with what's happening now in the workplace, um, mm-hmm. I know this is going to be a sensitive topic to talk no, about, but I, 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 feel, I feel like you can in the workplace, it's very workplace. You know, yeah. you can't, uh, you can't, you know, um, say anything or allude to anything um, without that chance of being taken in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I think having these playing fields where it's specific to a certain thing allows you that opportunity to actually say what you kind of want to say. Mm-hmm. As long as it's all respectful, right? Yeah. But it's not like flirt, flirting in the workplace. That's what I'm trying to allude to. You yeah. know, it's very, that's um, questionable. Yeah, questionable and a fine line to walk. But when you have these dating apps where it's a, it's, it's, a re- it's an arena where you can say, you know, everyone, the intention here is to find someone, whether it's a friendship, friends with benefits or a girlfriend mm-hmm. or a partner. Um, it allows you to have that kind of like clear playing field where you're both on the same page without having to allude to it in mm-hmm. a, I don't know, um, in a secretive way in a, in, in a sense. But um, other than that, I think what the, the thing going back to that nice guy thing with um, dating apps, it's like, yeah, shoot your shot. And then if you get rejected, that's a great thing. You can unmatch them and never talk about talk to them again. But in a sense, it's that I feel like a lot of people let their urges or stuff get the best of them. Mm-hmm. And like I've going back to like what I see on people's um, stories or screenshots of the DM where yeah. it's like guys saying like hey 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 hey, and they're not getting the idea. It's just like okay, you gotta take the the hint eventually yeah. and like cut yourself off and like either unmatch them on Tinder, stop following them on Instagram, and just, like, you know, saying, well, this isn't going to work out. Yeah. And, like, accept your... It's not even a launch. Just accept that it's not going to work out. Yeah. So I think that's just another big thing. Um, what if you really like the girl? Like, I know it's ridiculous to say on Tinder that you can really like someone, but it's, like, you really want to get a date with someone. So, for example, there's been times where, like, a conversation has been dead in my on, in my app, and, like, I said the last thing. And, like, they, they'd responded before, so it wasn't, like, 
it was me texting oh, ten yeah, times yeah, in yeah. a row. But it's like okay, the conversation kind of went dry, and then I would like I'd go in and I like, kind of revitalize it, and that's when I get my date because they're like, yeah. oh, this guy is actually kind of funny. He's kind of a conversationalist, um, and like not 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 taking no for an answer when it comes to other things, but like not taking no. Maybe like once or twice when it comes to a date, because like even yeah. I know people that have asked their significant other right now like three times that they want to go on a date with them, yeah. and it was like the third time that they said yes, and yeah. it's like that's opportunity. So like to me, like I guess shooting your shot can be happening more than once. Yeah, I think uh, a big thing is just kind of like being careful. Yeah, and like yeah, of course. Like if the first time doesn't work, one they might be busy, two they might not be interested at the time, bad timing. That's another big thing. So yeah, of course, like. If, if, if they're being reciprocal and they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely interested, right? But if you're asking, like, hey, over and over again and they get giving you excuses, yeah. I think there, there's just that fine line where you need to understand, like, or f- kind of figure out where to kind of stop. But that's another thing. Like, yeah, if, if there is something that you kind of want to pursue or, like, if you actually do want to get a coffee or something with them, then, yeah, go and ask multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I That's just my opinion. Yeah. I feel like uh, having a female or something, like, someone else might have another different opinion yeah. or just kind of like on their past history, like what is your opinion on people messaging more than once, yeah. right? Is there a fine line or is there a certain amount that's like too much? Yeah. So I might not be the one to have all those answers or have the right answer, yeah. but as for someone who's like, if it's reciprocal, then go for it. Like yeah. don't lose courage yeah. as long as it's reciprocal yeah. and you're not harassing someone. Yeah, as long yeah. as you're not har- yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of like sales in a lot of ways. It's like sometimes yeah. you need 10 points of contact to get mm-hmm. uh, like a yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's funny because I've taken advice from friends saying like, oh yeah, like I went out on a couple dates with this one girl and then um, the I wanted to get a third date and... You know, she hadn't responded to my text for like three days or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I was asking my friends, like, should I call her or should I not call her? And then my friends, all my friends said, no, you should not call her. And then, but my gut was telling me to call her. So I called her and then going against the advice of my friends. And like, I ended up getting a, another date with her. Oh, there you go. And then, I mean, it's nothing now, but it's like, yeah. I put in the idea that I was like, hey, like, you know, you may have just gotten busy. You may have forgotten. You may have read my text and forgotten, like... Um, so I, I always, if I'm interested in dating someone, I always want to show them that I'm pursuing them as like someone I'm more interested in than just like a one-time date. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think, uh, I think that's like important in the game now, uh, and part of the journey. Cause yeah. kind of like what you said, like dating is an arena. You're competing mm-hmm. with a lot of people. Yeah. Like it's, it's not really like you could say, yeah, I, like in the workplace, like, I definitely feel that, too, now, being in work. It's it's really borderline dating someone in the workplace or asking someone out in the workplace. Because yeah. it's like, if they say no, then you, like, what do you do now? Like, and my, my parents' age, you know, a lot of people meet at the same companies. Like, they're co-workers, and then they mm-hmm. meet, and they go on dates. Now you don't really have that luxury anymore. So I'm actually fascinated by that point. point I've never even thought about that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, but now that means the the arena is so you're playing against so many different people, so much, so many more people. You you definitely have to put a little bit more work in, almost like yeah, especially with girls on dating apps. Like I know some girls, and they have like a hundred people waiting to match them, and they can just swipe right oh, everyone, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you always have to get to the top of the inbox, kind yeah. of thing. Like yeah. Um, so yeah, I find that very interesting. Yeah, no, and just kind of like I don't know, like, this isn't even advice, but kind of just going back to like the talking thing, I think. Um, 
if you're ever questioning, it's like, oh, am I being too pushy or anything? Like, I think there's always like the initial thing, ask. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work out, ask again. But then I think at the second point, you should yeah. always, I, I personally, put the ball in there quite. Just be like, oh, you know what? Okay, I understand. Yeah. This might not be the best time, but you tell me when it works for you. Yeah. And then you kind of let it simmer or like you just leave a ball in their court. Yeah. If, if they are interested, they'll, they'll message you back and they'll, yeah. they'll schedule something. But if they're not, then it's okay. Because at the end of the day, it's just trying to find that one person. That's yeah. all you need, right? That one yeah. person. It's not like you're trying to mass up all <laughs> So no. it's the one person. Yeah. I was... Um, Whenever there is a situation like that and they're not they're not responding, I, I almost just prefer to say like, "Hey, not interested." Just so I oh like, yeah okay like um, not that I pursue a lot, but it's like, just you know, I don't want to be up in the air if yeah. if, I, if I'm pursuing you and I'm like making it known that it's intentional that I'm just pursuing you, I don't want. Um, I don't want to waste my time. So just like literally tell me no. I'm no, like, okay. Yeah, no, I respect that. I but I think there's a lot of guys too that come across as like super clean and they're like, they oh, guys yeah. have been told no. They're like, mm -hmm. why? And they're like pressure the girl. So like, man, I feel so bad for girls on like almost every day. Yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of creepy. It's yeah. kind of creepy. Um, going on, I guess further than that is, you know, I think we're pretty far into this podcast now, but um, where do you feel like your next stage of growth will come from? In terms of you know both your in your personal life you're in school you're in PR, mm -hmm. um, but also like as a man like where do you think those those two things are kind of approaching, uh, or where do you think your next stage of growth will be? I think it's just about being happy with yourself. I just kind of want to you know develop my professional career, mm -hmm. develop my always kind of understanding and bettering myself and trying to understand who I am. Mm -hmm. Like always that self reflection. So I think it's just about kind of being happy with yourself mm -hmm. and because when you just because I always think about stuff that we just talked about it's kind of like going back to relationship you know I want to be able to provide something to the relationship um, or at least be where I want to be mm -hmm. and then oops lights went out happen again no, no worries and then kind of just being happy with myself because at the end of the day no matter what wherever you are in life at the end of the day the only person that you can rely on for happiness is yourself right so respect to that but um i think so just i think that's another that's the biggest thing moving forward just mm. trying to be happy with yourself or myself and whatever uh, whatever comes out of that mm. comes out of it because at the end of the day i'll just be happy and i think that's only like the the pursuit of happiness <laughs> as people would say where do you see that pursuit i guess coming from right now like in, like i know you're kind of talking about happiness but where do you where do you find a lot of your happiness where do you look for it uh that. Right. So I think it's just about where I want to see myself improve in life, mm -hmm. which is, like I said, my professional, um, just continuing with self-care, making sure that I'm healthy, um, and following my interests. So I think if I can get those three things down, mm -hmm. then I'll be in a position where, I'll, where, I, where I'm happy. Or at least that's my goal. Yeah. You know, I'll never know if I'm happy if I am until I get there or when I know I'm happy because maybe those three things aren't going to make me happy. But... At least I, that's where I see. That's kind of the, the vision. Yeah. You know, if I'm professionally healthy, be so. Yeah, like my career-wise is healthy. Mm -hmm. My personal self is ha uh, healthy, and then just following my interests. In terms of your, you kind of like covered a lot of these things. I don't really know where to go. Um, I guess um, I'll, I'll 
finish up with the, like the, the last three questions yeah. that I typically ask. Um, what was something that your father told you growing up that you really, or like your father, male role model in your yeah, life, because yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to like make everyone feel like excluded. Um, but something that your father or male mentor told you in your life growing up that you really hold on to today? Uh, hmm. I think a couple things my dad told me is one, never be taken advantage of, mm -hmm. uh, two, never get old. But he says it more in the way it's like, don't let your body get old. But oh, like, okay. even like mentally, never get old. I yeah. think that's another key thing. And I'm trying to think, I think within the thinking on my feet, those are the main two things. Okay. And kind of like just building off of it, never taking, don't let people take advantage of you. I like to say I'm a nice guy. Yeah. You know, some people might not say that, but I think I am. Yeah. So, you are. oh, thank you. So <laughs> it's just kind of like being careful and saying, like, not. Not being taken advantage of for yeah. like what you might be willing to offer, um, if you do, you know, um, if you do like helping other people out, then that's good. But like, don't let people take advantage of you. And then never getting old. I think that just kind of goes with trying to be healthy. Yeah. You know, um, stay physically fit. You know, uh, stretch. Like, <laughs> stretch is really basic, but it's yeah. kind of just like you know, the, the watch what you eat, that kind yeah. of thing. So. I feel like that's not like the answer or like advice that you're maybe necessarily yeah. looking for. No, that's fine. But, but that's kind of what I've been told. Yeah, it, I, man, I think that. So he didn't really mean it in like the stay, stay young, like stay, keep your childish self. Yeah, yeah, no, because he is my dad's pretty old. Or sorry if you're watching this, but yeah, my dad is getting on in age, and he just kind of says like, oh, you know, never get old. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, it's always just like you can take that in the in, in the sense where it's like uh, yeah. your own personality yeah like don't lose sight of who you are mm -hmm. interesting yeah I find that like yeah whenever I ask this question like I never want to like um, like it is interesting like I like just to hear what fathers say to their sons mm -hmm. a lot of the time just because I do think fathers have a huge impact on, on the their children and especially their sons and I I don't really think the ones that are present get like enough attention because like I, it is common like even me and my dad like I love my dad a lot but it's, we don't really emote that in the same way yeah. that you know you do with your mom and it's like it's not that you don't have the same feelings for them but it's like it's a lot more of a non-verbal thing mm -hmm. and so what I'm trying to do with these questions is really get people to verbalize mm -hmm. what how important their dad is to them right that's um, good and you know, like even walking home yesterday, I had my dad on my mind, and then I, I recorded the intro for what it's going to be when my dad, when I had my dad on my podcast. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like, it was for whatever reason on my mind, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to record this now because it's super organic. Me walking through the streets of Toronto, you can hear like the background noise and shit, but it's like, it was basically the same thing I just said to you is that, you know, fathers don't get the credit that they deserve. Yeah. Or in raising their sons sometimes, and it's like... I know there's unhealthy relationships with, with their, but like I, I feel like the, the ones that are, are in their lives don't get enough credit. Um, and, and I think if you're going to, if they're going to take a lot of blame for being not in their son's life, then they should get a lot of credit for being their son. No, that makes sense. I don't wanna, yeah, but I don't want to give them credit. I guess, I guess I don't want to give them credit for doing their job and being a father. Yeah. But it's like, if, if they're going to get so much blame for being not in their son's life, then they should get you know, a lot of credit. Like celebrate, should, yeah, celebrate. celebrate them. Exactly. Yeah. You should celebrate them for the, the, the representation of manhood that, that they like show their sons. Yeah. Um, something you wished your father told you growing up. 
Oof. I don't know. I feel like I'm not at the stage in my life where I could I, I can really do that much self-reflection. I mean, mm-hmm. that's so bad to say, but I feel I, I there's always that like topic about it's like, oh, you'll understand like when you have a child of your mm-hmm. own. And I, I really believe that. It's like, you know, I don't know if there's anything that I would necessarily sell myself coming from a fatherly figure. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see that when I become a father of my, my own. Interesting. But, um... All the advice he's been giving has been pretty good. I think it's just kind of... Um, I think it's right now not understanding where he's coming from with a lot of the advice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I do get in, I, I, I do understand where he's coming from with a lot of his advice, but um, I think it will really come full circle when I have a father of my Interesting. father myself. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Like, um, I guess there's, there's nothing in your life that you're like, oh my God, I wish I wish I'd known that. Like, like not really much... Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, that could come from your from your dad. Uh, in terms of like relationships or yeah, no, I don't know. Jeez, uh, you are a very hands-on learner, so I guess a lot of this makes sense. Yeah, so I feel like maybe I I learned a lot about it, maybe just doing it, but maybe it's because I didn't say it earlier the advice. My dad gives a lot of advice. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's hard to like necessarily pinpoint one thing that I wish he would have told me because I feel like everything he touched on at least one point. Are you good at taking his advice? Or I try to be. Do you ignore it? No, I try to be. No, I, I try to be. But uh, maybe like adapted to fit my life a little bit better. Yeah. But like the premise of the, the principle of the advice yeah, is the different. core value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, understood. Yeah. yeah, I feel the same way because of, yeah. Um, and then I guess this kind of you alluded to this too, but what do you want to tell your kids? Um, I worded this really weirdly. What you tell your kid? What you're going to? I don't know what I said. Um, so what's something that you're going to tell your future kids? Mm. I think uh, just be happy and do whatever you need to do or want to do to make you happy. I think uh, a lot of people. Uh, find themselves doing stuff that doesn't make them happy mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's not a good time you're not gonna you, you might not you're not li- living your life to the fullest potential and I think happiness is a really big thing about that so it doesn't matter necessarily what I do or in my life it's just about trying to be happy and I want that message to be uh, brought like passed on to them Um, sorry, we uh, have to go now because it's really booked. Um, but uh, I wanted to, oh, I did want to dig, dig a bit deeper, but I guess that just means I'll have to have you on again, Marco. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Marco, thank you a lot for coming on. Um, I think I pulled away a lot in terms of, you know, some of the, some of the things that you, you spoke about regarding, um, you know, relationships, uh, even your father's advice, like, you know, um, what was the first one you said? Uh, say, uh, don't get old. No, this other one. Uh, don't let people take advantage of you. Don't let people take advantage of you. I, like, sometimes I feel like I'm too nice to you, and like, yeah. I have that happen. Um, but you know, I, I really think uh, I valued a lot of the, the, the points that you gave on this talk, and I'm really happy you came out. Ah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Pleasure. All right. Awesome. Thanks, boss. Thanks. <laughs>